I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Musky Hunks Podcast. I'm one of your four hosts this evening, Ryan Reed. We may or may not have a swinky later. We will find out. We have a very, very special guest for you guys tonight. I think everyone listening to this podcast is thoroughly going to enjoy this one. We're super excited. And uh, can't wait to get into this discussion. So before that, which hunks do we have on the phone here tonight? We're going to start with Mr. Nick Feesler. What's up, buddy? Too much. How are you guys? Doing doing good. Just, What's uh, the weather like up there? It's uh, raining. No more usual. snow, huh? No. No snow. I don't think we're supposed to get any snow. We're supposed to stay rain. I uh, yes. Uh, I I wouldn't mind making it up there over the holidays if the weather isn't too. Uh, if the weather is warm enough. I think uh, I think I might have some suckers in the near future. So uh, do some tinkering. Oh snap! Yeah. Okay. Wow, that, that got right, real. We'll I thought you we'll talk about that. I thought you were going up to do some steelhead fishing. That got real real quick. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do not steelhead fish. I got to give you a quick shout out, or at least Larissa a quick shout out too, because I saw a picture yesterday of one of many chickens at the uh, at the Fiesler estate there. Oh, yeah. You guys are coming. Oh, they're free, and they are free range. You go oh, there yeah. and they just like you get out of your car and you got like five chickens at your feet. We used to have a rooster that would try and like fight himself in the reflection of your car. That was entertaining. (laughs) Literally paid no attention to the hens. Yeah. See, I've been to I've been to the Fiesler household twice, and I don't remember that many chickens. I I think there was snow on the ground. Yeah. Every time you were there, every single time, and uh, that really hinders their their uh, area that they range. I got you. Mobility. Uh, Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's they, good to see. Ain't got no sneakers. <laughs> Surprise, Larissa doesn't have little footies on them. <laughs> she takes care of her chickens, man. We're working on it. Heated walkways are next. There you go. There you go. We also have on the phone tonight, Mister Nate Budacheski. Love the show. <laughs> I was trying to throw you a curveball. <laughs> you finally learned it. Is that right? Did I get it? Yeah, it's just you can call me anything you want. Don't call me late for supper. There you go. Well, oh. it's good. It's good to see you in your uh, your red Iron City. Is that Iron City? Yeah, it's the beer drinker's beer. I don't know if you heard of it. I'm sure, I have somewhere. <laughs> Bit of a local legend. Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of they, they kind of had a billboard up in front of the town. It's all right. It's all good. We also have on the phone tonight, Mr. Owen Seaman and Big O's Bucktails. Good evening, gentlemen. Glad to be here tonight. Looking forward to this one. I, I think we got a lot of a lot of people that are going to be uh, tuning in here to uh, kind of I don't know learn a little bit about our guest because he is um, I don't know he's made a bit of an impact in the musky world here over the last 
I don't know, year and a half or so since he came on the scene, so to speak. Uh, I don't know. Let's should I just go ahead and and get into it? I got to just comment real quick. I saw he's drinking icy light over there. I saw that, too. When in Rome, I felt it before I saw it. He did. I saw I saw Nate like, but we but we we don't want to give away his location. Remember, this is, you know, nobody knows. The only reason why we know who this person (laughs) is is because in 2023 Muskie Max, so last year, um, again, you'll get to we'll get we'll get to kind of who it is, but I was looking around at my booth at Muskie Max and I see this sticker and it is a clearly recognizable sticker. Um like you it, once you see this and I started like looking around like is he here? Is this person here? And uh, the sticker I'm talking about is one of my absolute favorites. And it is, if musky fishing was easy, it would be called your mom. <laughs> and the originator of that sticker, Mr. Poorly Made Musky Memes. Welcome to the podcast there, sir. And for the record, his voice is being altered for purposes of anonymity. <laughs> uh, we we do not want to give away. We won't be giving away his location, his identity. And uh, go ahead. Introduce yourself, Mr. Memes. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Poorly Made Musky Memes. <laughs> I was hoping we'd roll with this was my natural voice. Like, this is just how I sound every day. <laughs> It's it's a bit deep for a woman's voice, but <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's all about. Uh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so, so introduce yourself without introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Uh, so I'm poorly made musky memes. Uh, I make memes about musky fishing. I uh, cover a very niche, uh, very niche topic, a very niche portion of uh, of the fishing industry is musky fishing. And an even smaller niche of society uh, is memes. So if you put that Venn diagram together, I shouldn't have as many followers as I, as I have. There shouldn't be people liking my stuff, but apparently, <laughs> there's people that do. There are uh, dozens. I love that of we've us. gotten to a, a Venn diagram within the first 15 minutes of this. I love it. So I have I have three topics written down, and that's it. So. Before I'm just gonna burn through those and walk off. Before we just I'm out. Before before we get into this, <laughs> I'm I have not taking t- any questions on anything else. I gotta I just gotta say this. Like, okay, so we obviously have been talking to you on Instagram, right? Like we've we've all seen your memes. And I'm I'm literally going back to that Musky Max. I'm standing there with my camera, like just pointing the camera at the door. And the next thing I know is somebody comes through the door, smiles at me, he gets past and he turns and he says, <laughs> says you don't know me but you know me and hands me a sticker that was one of the most epic things that i've ever encountered at a musky show and as soon as i i did like the triple take on the sticker i was like huh huh and then i just like it hit me and i was like oh my god dude he's here and it was just like one of those things you couldn't have, it couldn't have been more perfect so for anyone yeah. that that you know, follows you on Instagram, like you, you obviously listen to our podcast because, you know, you, you comment and you, you shout out, you know, the podcast a good bit, you know, that's, but we do not, we do not, um, 
we do not have any affiliation. You know, just want the uh, want everyone to know, like we we did not know you. You started this Muskie account. Um, you know, tell how did you get like what was like? All right, screw it. I'm going to start a meme account. Uh, so I I started the page in 2022, I think. Yeah, 2022 is around February. I was I had a couple beers. And I made like a, I used Snapchat to make a very, very, very terrible picture of like, I Google searched like sewage outflow and then like found a musky picture and like poorly cropped a musky using Snapchat and put it into this, uh, put it on this thing of uh, sewage flowing into a river. And I put like, I, I made like a quote bubble and it was the musky saying like, oh, this is my home now. And I sent that to my buddy, Jared. <laughs> And then, like, the next day, I made another one, or a couple more, and uh, it was, was off like, to the you races. Could... Huh? It was off to the races. Yeah, I, I made a couple more, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a, a meme page about this on Instagram. So I go on Instagram, and I try to make, like, musky memes. And, like, every way you can type musky memes, or must, like, I didn't try musky lunch memes. I was, I, I had a beer, or five at that point, so I wasn't going to type up. I wasn't going to spell musky lunch memes without. I was spell I was going to try and ask, you know, what's the the ideal number of beers to really come into the creative zone? Uh, so back in the day when I would post like six memes a day before I was like, I need to stop making this. I would like come up with an idea and just post it. Uh, it's 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 not a lot. I mean, you just have to see the right. You have to see something to inspire you, or you have to hear something, or sometimes you get these epiphanies that come out of nowhere. They're beautiful. So. So I've noticed you tend to kind of go in phases, if you will. Like, um, I know at one point you you really had it out for the shallow invader, man. Like, <laughs> you it was like one out of every four memes was shitting all over the shallow invader. And so give us the background on that. Like, I was always fascinated to know what, like, what did the shallow invader ever do to you? The shallow, <laughs> the shallow invader never did anything bad to me. Um, so I went fishing at a, a local river down here that is somehow a river, but it's way too small. And uh, me and my buddy went there, and it's one of those places that is full of sub-30 muskie. We didn't see a fish all day. And uh, I threw a shallow invader on and was just tossing it. I noticed, like, I was still using a spinner back then. So, like, you know, with a baitcaster, you have more control. I was bouncing the lure off stuff and I was having no problem. So it didn't really matter where I casted it at. And I was like, this is a good lure. And then I had one muskie follow a shallow invader. And I was like, holy shit, this is the answer. And I bought, I don't know, four or five of them. And I don't know how many thousands of times I casted them, but I saw, sorry, I saw three more muskie, three. And that was it. I was done. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't cast hundreds of thousands of times in C3 Muskie. So, yeah. So the hate was born. Is, yeah, so so that was, you know, i.e. the Bates' fault. Yeah, yeah. It was not my fault for <laughs> going out in, you know, hot conditions. Clearly the arrow. Fishing. Clearly the arrow, not the yeah. Indian. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in no way indicative of, of not fishing fronts or fishing the wrong conditions or fishing the shallows when the fish are deep. Not. Why chase bait? I thought you were going to say you like casted three times and came back with no tails three times in a row. <laughs> no, I broke a bunch of them though. I broke the, 
there's a there's a piece that fits in. I broke that middle piece. I one buddy trolls them a lot, and he was like, I don't think any of them had the right colored tails on them afterwards. Like he was just getting short strikes, ripping the tails out, and not they, not hooking up anything. They do work. They work yeah. for everyone but me. I still own one. I sold like two of them to Donnie because I was like, yeah, you can have, I like sold them to him for like the cost of shipping. I was like, get these out of my house. And, uh, I, I was going to say sw- like Swinky is like a huge advocate of that. He's got a I, custom color. I don't want to, I don't want to burn it, but I think he picked up all the ones I had at the swap meet last year too. Just making yeah, I, a collection. I kept one. I kept one of them. It's in my garage. It's on top of something. It's on top of my, uh, all my fishing stuff. There's just like a low <laughs> countertop. And that's that's what's there. It's just that lure. So is that <laughs> where you got started, musky fishing, kind of with the big the big box baits like that? Oh no no no! Uh, so musky fishing for me, this might be a little long. Uh, musky fishing for me started with uh, it's my brother's fault. So my brother and I grew up fishing in Florida. Uh, he's my older brother, and uh, my brother's caught. Hmm. I know he's for sure caught two state record fish, and he just puts them back. He's like whatever no big deal like he's very humble uh he he would actually laugh when i tell him i'm on a podcast he's gonna laugh uh he's gonna die laughing from the voice Um, (laughs) but he he moved up here um from florida there's no muskie in florida by the way guys i didn't move back there um (laughs) water's too warm allegedly yeah allegedly you take a picture of the barracuda and it's not even the same like they're like Actinopterygii is how they're related. But anyways, uh, my brother moved up here. He starts musky fishing because he sees musky stuff in a sporting store that he works at. And uh, so he's like, I'm going to try this. So he goes, he catches one like in April post-spawn. And it's uh, it's like over 50-inch musky. It's his first fish. And he's just like, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have the right tools. He does what he can to release it. And ultimately, after he released it, the fish didn't make it. And uh, so he was like, what do I do? And the person he was with told him, that looks like it's a state record. So they waited till the next, they couldn't call the DNR because of how late it was. They called the DNR. DNR came out. It was like a 51-inch muskie or something like that. And uh, that's back when the state record was not much bigger than that here. So... I, I I wanted to start musky fishing too after I saw that picture. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. And that was the first one he ever caught. Yeah, uh, he doesn't. I don't think he kept count of how many he caught. He would just like he. My brother's like a savant at things. Like he's it, like compared to me, like I, I'm like I don't know what my skills are. Making memes, like I can make memes. <laughs> like my brother tried to make a meme. My brother makes memes sometimes, and they make no sense. And he's he just sounds <laughs> hilarious. So would you, and, uh, would you sum it up as like he's Rain Man in the casino, you're Rain Man everywhere else? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, he he caught a bunch of muskies, so I started trying, and uh, I, I I like I went out. We bought equipment for it. We went to uh, and we went to. I'll tell you the location. Uh, we went down to Burnsville, West Virginia, because my my brother always liked fishing there, and. Uh, we went there and it was like mid April and I was throwing a top water, like a, like a, like a spook in mid April, you know, the water was like 40 degrees. And, uh, all of a sudden, like 
a muskie like came up after my lure and my brother was like, that's a big one. You need to throw your lure back over there. So I kept throwing it back over there. We didn't really even use leaders back then. Like we were just like a swivel will work. And uh, I hooked into a 48 inch fish, easily four feet on like a bass setup. Cause that's all we used was like bass setup. So you would actually get a fight. And uh, yeah, I missed that fish. And I was like, oh my God. And so sporadically for, I don't know, seven years, I kept trying to catch muskie and then finally it, it happened. I wasn't consistently going. I was doing all the bad techniques, you know, fishing in the summertime, only using top waters no matter what time of the year. So that's pretty typical, though. Like, I would say guys that they kind of get into this for whatever reason, like it's not always at like full bore at once. You know, like I fish for for muskies probably once, twice, maybe a half dozen times a year for my first couple of years. So and that's, I also that's not think the, that that everybody kind of gets in that uh, i think i shouldn't say everybody um it's not uncommon to kind of get in the habit of throwing whatever you had luck on your very first time like you even though it was 40 some degree water you had luck on you know kind of a top water bait and you said you know you continue to throw top water after that i mean there's some it's a conf- confidence thing i mean i threw bucktails forever just because that's the only thing i knew how to throw yeah you think that's like when uh, something new is born and it hatches and it imprints on whatever it sees first? It's like, yes, you, like a bucktail. You're like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bucktails, did you see uh, Nate Bud featured in Muskie Insider newsletter for his bucktail uh, Christmas decoration? Yes. Yes, I did. That was a thing of beauty. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't even put the Big O's logo on the lights yet. Did they spell your name right? Yeah, they just called him Nate Bud. It's B U D. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they just they took the easy route. Sorry. Yeah, I showed I showed my wife that, and she was like, "Oh, that's nice." I was like, "Did you ask her where she you, says, is she letting you put some up now too?" Uh, we didn't do decorations this year. We have we have some plans, uh, some other things going on. So we we did a tree. We did a tree. I know we did a tree. There's a Santa in the hallway. I think there's a tree in this house. I think somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in here. I looked right at it. I was like, "Oh yeah, crap! It is right there." <laughs> the spirits are telling yeah. me there's a tree in the house. You're full. Of, you're full of the Christmas spirit over there. Oh, let me tell you, I hate decorating for Christmas. <laughs> uh. Now I got a question for you because you put. I mean, you have an an anonymous Instagram page that gets a lot of views, and you kind of like don't have any problem putting yourself out there. Um, what was like the best feedback or anything you got from like when you put posts like uh, fishing exploits and stuff, like the spinning reel and the uh, rod holder and stuff? I mean, do you get you get like good feedback from people and like lots of messages. Um, I think people people give you a hard time. Yeah, because you're not you're like you're not a real person to people. People, so it varies. Like I can't name any specific situations. Uh, I know uh, Owen has explained to me how to uh, how to use a bucktail, how to set the hook properly across a fish's face in a figure eight. And uh, I found a video of it a month later and sent it to Owen, and he was like, "Yes, like that." Like I didn't <laughs> talk to Owen for a month and sent him that video like out of nowhere. Uh, 
there's some people that there was one guy who like I misspelled something on one of my memes. Like I posted like 800 memes. Guy commented like, "Yeah, misspelling gets me too," and I was like, "Like okay, like you're cool." Yeah. But no, like some people, some people don't like the fact. Some people said stuff to me about spinning rods. There's people that uh, like the memes I make about like. I'm not going to say a name brand, but there's a lot of people that, you know, you, you go to any Facebook page and someone's like, it's my first time going musky fishing. I really want to get into this. What should I buy? And someone's on there and he's, they're like, you need to get this $750 bait casting rod with the trigger on it. And you need to buy this 500 size reel. They only make 50 of these 500 size reels. So you got to order them when they come out in March and right there's a thousand bucks, you know, there's things like that, but no, I don't get too much flack from people for those kinds of things. See, that's a beautiful thing about just being anonymous. Like, if you put a YouTube channel channel out there with your name on it, dude, it's a little different story. <laughs> oh, people are personal uh, attacks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send you uh, what <laughs> magazines, <laughs> unsolicited magazines. Oh, you get all kinds of hate mail. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so do I mean you? You've got I think I checked. You got close to a thousand followers. I mean you're creeping up on there, and that's not bad for an anonymous um niche me meme page. Uh, you know what type of interactions do you have with some of the bigger names in the in the musky world? Have you ever gotten the attention of anyone like uh, I don't know Dougie Wagner or anything like that? Uh, Pete Mania follows me. Yeah. Ah, okay he likes he liked one of my posts one time and i was like my man every <laughs> once in a while i get on this whole like tangent that he is the ultimate warrior oh yeah from, like, i love that yeah and they sent they have the exact same accent oh yeah I don't know, but it's it's uncanny still not 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 100 sure it's not him he like he made some allude allusion to it the one time i tagged him in it yeah, even his mannerisms like are similar. Yeah, the way his voice shakes. Yeah. That'd that be a good way to, to hide <laughs> plain sight. Right. That is not real. There's no way that is real. No one will find me here. I'm gonna be that's the guy. It. I'm gonna be the guy that's like that's Photoshop. <laughs> you know, when somebody posts a Photoshop, like that's that's what I'm calling on that one. That's Photoshop. I'm just Some, saying. Someone's got to be reasonable. Ultimate Warrior faked his death, turned into Pete Mania. Maybe. Maybe that'll be in one of the books. Is Ultimate the Warrior courts. dead? Yes. Oh. Well, no. No. He, he's It's Pete Mania, so no. <laughs> right. Okay. It's a trick question. That's <laughs> it was. That's correct. Is Tupac out there musky fishing, too? <laughs> I haven't found him yet, but I will let you guys know when I do. All right, fair. I want to ask about this because, okay, so the premise of your Instagram page is obviously poorly made musky memes, right? Like, I've I've gotten to a point with I remember this wasn't even that long ago; it was a couple months ago. You're like, and and I go stints without looking at things on social, just so everybody knows. Like, I I liked maybe two or three of his stuff, like one of the the two or three memes in a row, and he sends me a message. He's like, "Well, I know that's funny if you liked it." It's like, you know, like, but over time here, like you've established yourself for putting out like just really funny memes. And I'm always like, 
I'm always commenting on your stuff now. It's like, no, that's that's below the bar. Like you set the bar way higher for this. So what just so everybody's clear, like the premise of a poorly what what makes a good meme, I guess a good meme a a, a bad meme, essentially. Like what what makes it so poor? So initially it was initially uh, it, it was because they were all made on Snapchat and poorly cropped. Like it was what, what I could do with my iPhone and on Snapchat. And uh, I would have to like, I would have to make a meme and I would have to screenshot it. Like it was, it was a pain in the butt. Like you can tell if you go to some of my older things, like there's no, there was no like white box for the text on top, things like that. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily how low we could set a bar at this point, but uh, it's, I don't know. I just try to produce content that makes people laugh, gives us musky angler something to laugh about. It's not much. <laughs> Pretty tight laced crowd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely <laughs> a crowd that takes itself pretty seriously. So that's why I was wondering, like, if anyone from the industry has kind of like got, gotten shitty about any of your posts or anything like that, or not to my not to my knowledge, I haven't had anyone call me out. Uh, no, no one. Uh, whoever makes shallow invaders hasn't told me to stop. Um, probably yeah, because cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I got that, I'd be like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> I would actually, well, if they, it depends on how it was worded. If it was worded like stop making negative posts, I'd probably take a picture with, I'd probably take a picture and like using my favorite lore again today. <laughs> Wish me luck, guys. <laughs> I would probably put, oh, no, you couldn't. I, I was going to say it wouldn't be positive. Like take a yeah, yeah, never mind. That would be great. Have the letter as like the second slide. <laughs> <laughs> Always a disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm still like upset about how many. So part of my issue with shallow invaders isn't even shallow the shallow invaders' fault. It's my fault. I was on Team Rhino Outdoors, and I was ordering shallow invaders, and I got like two of the black and two of the perches, and I literally got like a perch like with I don't even know how to explain. I got two of the same lore. They were the exact same lore. There's no other way to put it. They're slightly different. I made a meme about it. I never posted it. I made a meme about it before I even had a meme page. I should post it at some point. It was it was really dumb though. Well, I You're like saying how like recent... the stripes were slightly different or something. Yeah, the stripes were slightly different. I'd have to look at Team Rhino to tell you the difference. Like it was just One... two different people that painted painted them or something like that. Like two different batches. No, no, no. They were. It was. It was. It was two different patterns. Technically, two different patterns. Okay. But they were. They were very. Uh, they were just super similar. Yeah. Like, like a killer perch and a natural perch or something like that. Probably, yeah. Yeah. The show oh. patterns sneak up on you. And watch this out. This is just great team rhino. I don't even I, I took a picture of a shallow invader at Muskie Max this year just to just to just for the content. <laughs> so sorry guys. Nate Bud, you'd have been proud. My wife just brought in the pierogies to for me to try. <laughs> Man, and you're friggin' delicious, buddy. The the Polish eagle tattoo on my shoulder. I felt the wings flap, and I didn't know why, but now I know. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt with a with with the Polak talk. That's our uh, second. That's our second one today. That's right. 
Kelly Kapowski from uh, Saved by the Bell. Whoever, if anybody's got input out there, got some weight to pull, she belongs in the Polish American Hall of Fame. Putting them mm. hunky chicks on the map. Is that Topanga? No. No. Come on, that's Kelly Kapaski from you know, Save Save by the Bell. Save by the Bell. Save by the Bell. I'm thinking t- Boy Meets World. I uh, yeah. I did make a Topanga <clears throat> reference recently in one of the chats we're in. So just throwing that out there. Back to back to our guest. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to go back to this because. <laughs> Okay, so you've been musky fishing. You said what, seven years now, something like that? It's been uh, probably eight, probably okay. eight years. So, and you were from Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, that explains the tan. Uh, that's alcohol and poor lighting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've been you've been fishing. So what? Oh man, I have so many questions. I don't know where to start. So, as far as fishing goes, like. Can you maybe talk about, you talked about the struggle with the uh, the shallow invader, right? Like you talked about not having all the right release tools and stuff like that. Like how long do you think it took you to kind of get acclimated to, I guess, like a standard process for, for fishing, catching and releasing these fish? Like give us some insight into the growth there. Like how long did it take you to feel comfortable? Okay, so I caught my first muskie in... April or May 2021. Uh, had no idea how to hold this thing. My buddy was like, you just got to hold it by its, by its gill plate and the tail. And I like held it like this or something. Like it was pretty bad. Um, I obviously didn't have any tools with me other than basic pliers. Uh, it Until I got out on my own. Um, it, it, until I got out on my own. I, 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 even then I still had struggles. Like I, it's, it's been a couple months for me since I caught one. I, I don't count the little ones. Cause like, no matter what, like you're not going to be able to get your hand inside of a little one's gill plate and all that and hold them the right way. Um, but like bigger fish, I have no problem with anything from like 30 to 40. I still have an issue with, I mean, it, it takes, I don't know. This is such a broad question. Is there any specificities you have? No, I was just kind of curious. Are you, like, are you mainly doing river fishing? You mentioned you mentioned like it originally something about a river that shouldn't be, you know, is made more like a creek. You know, is that what your t- the type of water that you're fishing, or are you go into reservoirs and whatnot? So occasionally, I am blessed enough to go to a reservoir that's about forty five minutes away. Uh, that's probably one of the few stocked areas here. Um, but generally, no, I fish a I fish a river. Uh, I actually fish a specific part of the river where there is a sewage outflow, but it's fresh water and a creek mouth like right mm. next to each other. So like, I'm not a biologist, but there should be a muskie there. There isn't ever, <laughs> except for this one time. <laughs> so you focus on this one area, this one section of river. What? Uh, why not? Why not branch out a little bit more? Oh, I do now. Uh, so part of my issue is is it's uh, it, it's my my available time on the water is is more or less my issue. Like I used to go there every single time I would go fishing. I would I would go to I would fish the mouth of the creek, and sometimes I would go in and work my way out. Um, but what I've realized is there's like you don't know where these fish are at. If you're going to cast, you can cat. You should probably try to find bait first or try to mark something on side scan. 
Um, I, I explore a lot more now. I troll now. I troll from spot to spot. That's something that changed about me. I used to never troll, but I have, I have several trolling wars. I caught my first trolling fish a couple months ago, uh, inspired by tournament winning Ryan Reed. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a it's a growing. Did you start process. bank yanking? I started bank yanking. Oh, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. I would go. And then, when did you move into boat boat area? So uh, I was fishing locally, and uh, I walked to this one area that I frequently that the one I was talking about fishing earlier. Just you know where I go to the same spot over and over again and get sad when there's no fish there. Uh, I went there, and some guy is on a boat and he sees me cast he's already casting. And I, I just walked up to the spot and he's like, I'll keep going so you can fish here. And I was like, thank you. And he kept going. So I fished that spot. Uh, I don't know how many casts I gave it. It wasn't 10,000. And I go down, you know, a little bit further downstream and this guy pulls up to me. He's like, Hey, are you musky fishing? And I had like some random bucktail on my, on my pole. I couldn't be like, no, I'm just going for a big perch. So he was like, I'm musky fishing too. Jump on board. And we we got together. Uh, we fished this creek. He caught a musky. I netted it for him like our first time fishing together. And he's like, wow, was nice. that competent. And uh, him and I became really good friends. And we're still friends. So he's probably probably my best friend. So. Oh, it's awesome how the fishing connections end up happening just kind of willy-nilly. That's a dope story right there. That's it super it, cool. It, 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 yeah, the fact that you guys are still friends is is awesome. I mean, we all have just like we all have funny, cool stories about how all of us really met. You know, it's 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 weird how the world, how the musky world works. Yeah, muskies yeah, giveth. Boo, but muskies taketh. Yeah, oh. you share you share in the pain together. Like you get you get really well coordinated with each other. You learn how people. You learn how the other person works. Like uh, there's there's like there's those two like that one guy i was just talking about my best friend he he's pretty much uh if you hook a fish he's gonna he will just drop his pole in the boat like he doesn't care like he's like it's got a warranty he'll just drop it and he'll like grab the net and like run to you like there's no there's no like you know let's do this the right way uh and then i have another friend and he will he does it faster but he reels in his reel real quick make sure nothing gets broken or destroyed Sets his pole down, gets the net, and I, I, neither one of them have met, have botched the net job. Unlike me, I botched at least one that I can remember. So I actually have botched two. I botched my own. So it's it, you know every it, different strokes for different folks, but you, you, that's the one thing about fishing with other people is you have to ask what the rules are. You have to see what people like to do. Um, some people are violently against trolling. Some people like to jig all the time. So do you like get anti-trolling stuff where like around where you are? Uh there's some got like uh, there's some people that just don't like trolling in general, but I've never had anyone aggressively say anything. Some people just get bored while trolling. I I frankly I don't mind it. I don't think my two-stroke engine likes it, uh, but oh, no. my wife uh, loves don't. it. That's it. You just keep a keep a spark plug wrench in the boat and uh wire brush. It's a secret to success. My wife loves trolling. Uh, we when I caught that when I caught that uh, my first trolling fish two months ago, she oh gosh, she we caught that fish and we trolled you know down and up 
we barely even trolled a mile. And uh, afterwards, she was like, why didn't we do this more often? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we could sit here and eat snacks. And, and you know, we caught a fish. And, and I it's was easy. like, well, well, like Ryan's wife thinks thinks the shit's easy. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's hard work to troll still because you have to clean the lines constantly. You have to you have to know what you're doing. You have to pay attention navigationally. I mean, I, I can trolling's not as simple as everyone makes it out to be because if trolling was that easy, then you know more people would catch fish trolling. I do want to say this Without- though, for them, it's it's easier. For us, it's worth the amount of work to make them happy so that they'll go fishing with us. You know what I mean? So. Amen. Yeah, that's uh that's yeah. the real that's where it comes in real real nice for you if you want to get her out on the water. Sorry, Alan, go that's ahead. One, uh, no, that, that was, that, but that's one of my goals for this year. It just popped into my head is is to to get get the tracker in a place where like the kids want to go out and troll. Like right like I don't have it set up yet for I still need some more track and need some uh trolling rods and we'll we'll talk about that on another day, but it just jogged my memory that I need I got more shit I need to buy. You know what I bet Brad. would help a, a, a Helix 10 up front. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that's not going to do saying, anything. I, I think that would get the kids involved. That's that, that's that's your in. You just got to no. tell, uh, tell the family that. Tell Santa you, that. What you got to do is take them perch fishing first. You With put the, the fish scope. you put yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put the you put the perch in the live well and let them play with it while you set the spread and drive around at four point seven miles an hour. See, they're they're adept at catching perch. You know, they'll they've been catching panfish for years, but you know, getting them to to go out and actually spend some time on the boat is different. But you know, hopefully with the new boat with more room, it'll 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 be different. Now. You said your wife is pregnant there, Mr. Memes, right? Well, well you know, I didn't. Did I say it on, on air? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, well, maybe we burned something. Is I got a freaking give away too many pertinent details. No, you're good. You're a life burn. Good. I'll, good. I'll, I'll bleep it. I got to find my pen for my notes. <laughs> what? It's going to say my wife is boop. No. <laughs> I heard your wife is. <laughs> just, let the listeners, just let the listeners wonder yeah <laughs> as long as the beep isn't that car horn one because that one freaks me out every time i'm driving that's why i put it in there just well, for you. it's extra loud i'm like huh. I'm being hit what was your question about her being pregnant <laughs> it was, uh, i don't know what the question was going to be it was going to be uh you know this is baby number one so are you ready for the musky fishing to be you know impacted in any way non-existent yeah yeah emotionally uh i'm i'm not ready because i'm ignoring it mentally i know that if i sell my boat in may i can get a better price for it than if i wait till december so that's that's although my (laughs) wife says tells me not to sell the boat to keep it uh i I know i know having a child is going to affect things um it affected my brother for years uh now he has like a hundred thousand dollar boat what was me um so, you know, it, it'll be okay. A uh, child's more important to me than fishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're totally right. You're totally right. No. Do you bleep have that. a, I mean, it's, he has like something, bleep that. <laughs> We're not bleeping anything now. I can't find a pen. 
So does your brother still fish for muskies? He doesn't. He lives in Florida now. Oh, he's back. He does high speed. Yeah, he 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 moved back there and and has like a hundred something thousand dollar boat and high speed trolls for wahoo and kingfish and other large game fish and you know really enjoys himself. Did you do a lot of hundred thousand? You were in Florida. We did like we we dolphin fished, uh, bottom fished, um, reef fishing, spear fishing, free dough for lobster, or scuba tank gear to catch lobster. Uh, we caught we have you know a crap ton of invasive species. Now I was down in Florida before snakeheads became super prevalent, uh, but we had uh, invasive species like peacock bass, Oscar. You know, they have Florida largemouth are their own species. They're massive, so we had a lot of fishing experience down there. It's 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 unrealistic. To compare Florida to up here because it's just constant always, and up here it's it's not. There's a winter. So it is insane when you see like some kid catching a arapaima out of a like ditch in Florida. Wait, there's yeah, arapaimas. Yeah, um, anything I, that's in like uh, aquarium trade. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't realize that those things were we're out there that's that's turned into like quite the trophy fishery for like uh snakehead like just numbers you know like in general like i know a lot of guys that are doing that they'll go down there and and get into those back canals and things like that that's a wild scene down there because when you guys really think about it like i haven't really been in south florida but like around the orlando area there's a couple of lakes like 40 minutes outside of Orlando where it's like, oh, yeah, I thought about this. And then somebody's like, yeah, you just got to watch the gators there. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's normal. That's, yeah, that's it's Florida normal. It's just normal there. Like, everything's normal. And I'm like, ah, I'm good. So that's why Grand Theft Auto is in Florida. You know, there's going to be – you don't know what hazards are down there. There's the people. There's the animals. There's the sun. You get the micros the microscopic amoebas. They tell you you can't swim certain times of the Plus year. Eating them back yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Red algae. Red, yeah. I get red algae emails because I bought a Florida license like ten years ago, and they're like, "We're going to tell you about the red algae every time we get an update." And What's I, the I, red I, algae I figured do? it out. Huh? What's the red algae do? It red algae kills oh, stuff. Yeah, I, I, it's bad for you. Oh yeah, know. dude, you can't breathe that stuff in. Like I, I we used to go to Fort Myers. It's Fort Myers Beach is like there was nothing left of it now after that hurricane. But the one year we were down there, we were the only ones swimming in the Gulf. And this is in like January. And I had some guy come up to me. He's like, hey, I just want to like make you aware of this. He's like, there's a flesh eating bacteria in the ocean right now. You might want to get out. Like you didn't see those signs back there. They had no signs. <laughs> it was just like a local thing. Like they just knew it was there. We're like, did they, the, were there lifeguard stands with flags? Because no. flags have meanings. No, like, this is like a pri- bad. This is like a private beach. Like this is a condo on a private beach. Like there was nothing. Did you Airbnb it? Well, my or before the hurricane, my my wife's uncle had a timeshare. That their whole family has like a timeshare down there, and they had like like a month out of the year. So, and all their friends had the same time, like the same time frame. So, like, say there was, I don't know, thirty condos. Like literally twenty five of them were. That those first two weeks in January were taken by like her family and all their friends. So just like a big party down there. And we had no idea. <laughs> it's like we're down there swimming in the Gulf and they're like, yeah, you need to get out. It's like, oh, we got to go to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, Florida people don't go in the water in January. Like it's no. like uh, coming, coming from up north and going down there. Like 
it's it feels great in January, but like when I was down there, it was like, uh. <laughs> yeah. that's not even going to sound right because because of my uh, hidden identity. But it was a high pitched uh, <laughs> wince. <laughs> but yeah, the the whole like Florida red tide thing is a super messed up scenario. I think there's like some legislation in the works to like. It's something to do with how they manage the water out of like Lake Okeechobee, but, uh, but yeah. But I, I know I know less than that. All I knew was Lake Okeechobee part of it. I I don't. It's I don't in know like about it to talk about it. That some of the rivers, like doesn't the Mississippi run in right there too? Somewhere, one of the bigger rivers runs in like not far. It's like ten miles or something from Fort Myers Beach, and that's what. Uh, there's like an outflow from Okeechobee. That's that what it is, on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was so they can like direct the water to the east coast or the west coast, all through like canals or whatever. But I, I, think, I think Indian River. Yeah, Indian River, and I can't remember which one comes out to Tampa there. But uh, I think traditionally it would have like slowly filtered through like the Everglades. But now they can just like fire it straight out, and that causes issues. Yeah, there's actually the the canals in, in Florida are interconnected. So I have this really fond memory as a child, where our, my dad took me and my brother fishing with like worms or something, and uh, he hooked up with a tarpon in freshwater because tarpon can survive in freshwater because they can gulp air. Yeah, or, or something. There's some phrase. There's a proper way to explain that. That's the best way I can explain it right now. And I just remember as a kid watching. We're in our little local lake in our in our where we grew up. I don't know how old I am. I'm probably in kindergarten or maybe slightly older. And there's this like tarpon jumping in the background, like you know, or jumping while my dad's fighting it. I'll, I'll never forget that. I'm we going to the keys. Like I'm going to the keys in floor in uh, in February, and uh, really Which hoping key? to. Uh, not very far down. Um, one of them. I want to say, name like the. It's got an. I think it starts with an M. Marathon. Mm, no. That's really south. It's very south. <laughs> it's, it's a national park, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure, but it's it's not very far south. It's it's, I want to say it's probably only maybe an hour from Miami. It's uh, they all have weird names. I can't pronounce them all. There's like Marathon Key Largo, Islandia, North Key, Key Largo, <laughs> Tavernier Plantation, Tavernier. Yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. Starts, it with not start with an it didn't start with an yeah. N. I knew it started with an S, though. <laughs> Swami. Sw- that starts with a T. On the case. Samsonite. Yeah, I spent, I, I, I actually spent like every weekend uh, or most of the weekends of my childhood in the summertime going down to Ford, going down to the Ford Keys with my grandparents. So there's a lot of dog fishing, like slaying snapper all day. You just, catch them, reel them in, take the hook out of them, put them back in the water over and over and over again. Awesome. So fishing here is like really sad and empty. Like <laughs> especially for muskies, dude. Yeah, you're just you're going from like the greatest fishing experience to like pure misery. 
What do yeah. I need? Oh, a handful of shrimp and you can catch anything. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you're just going to have a bad time. $20,000 in musky lures. Well, I mean, I, I think there's some similarities in, you know, the, the offshore fishing. And, and did you do any of that? Yeah, we did. We did a lot of that. So, like, you can still you can have bad days and you can have good days of offshore fishing. Um, uh, like if you're high speed trolling, you're going 15 mile an hour. Uh, the, you have to put a, a quick strike rig on a fish and you're trolling at 15 mile an hour. And there's a chance something's going to hit that and be like, eh, I'm not interested. And it doesn't get, it doesn't actually get the hook set on it. There's a chance you go out there and you don't see anything. There's a chance you go out there and the weather forecast was completely wrong. And there's six foot waves and you just turn around and head back in. It's never a guarantee anywhere you go, but the ocean was way easier. Like it's not even. The nice thing about fishing for muskie is that feeling you get because you get a sense of accomplishment. It's the it's doing that it's doing that same thing over and over again, putting the effort in, doing the right thing, figuring it out, doing a figure eight every single time, paying attention to the water conditions. If you believe in the moon phase or the sunset, paying attention to those things. Personally, I'm a prefrontal condition guy, uh, you know, but. <laughs> putting all those things together and finally finding success is where it's at. What is it about yeah. the, the prefrontal? I've had way too much luck prefrontal to ever say this prefrontal doesn't work. I, I think, well, I don't think, uh, I think the most muskies I've made contact with have been during prefrontal conditions for sure. Like 100%. Uh, yeah. I don't even, I can't even name any specific ones. Uh, but prefrontal conditions have, have always have always been the best for me. Or like immediately post spawn when not well not immediately post spawn, but like post spawn like when they're all gathered up in still the showers spring. for the first month. Yeah, still yeah. spring. That's what I meant. I'm not like out there trying to snag muskies when they're mating. I'm actually, you know, like we we wait like two or three weeks after we see the first couple of them mating to even go fishing again. But like when you're able to fish grass when it's first coming in, it's fantastic because you just burn blades, burn top waters. I'm surprised nobody's busted you fishing that early in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's tough. Uh, we just, you know, we're like, oh, these are perch spinners. <laughs> this is my nine aught uh, jigging wrap. <laughs> What's your favorite moon phase? I don't believe in the moon. Whoa, wait, 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 whoa. Whoa. I don't believe in moon phases. Yeah, Wait, let's not let's not get the flat Earth people on here. Uh, I don't know how much the moon matters. Uh, I've caught fish, uh, so I use I have three fishing apps. I used to just have two. Um, one of my apps like acts like the moon is like the greatest thing that ever exists, um, but I, I've never found a correlation between moon phases and catching fish. Now, miners, I've had more luck in. Five like five minutes before a minor than like almost any other time. So like five minutes before a minor or like a pre prefrontal conditions are where it's at for me. I just sent an email to Buzz Aldrin. He's gonna show up and punch you in the face for <laughs> not being a believer in the moon landing. I didn't say that now. I, I, I heard the term flat earther. The yeah. Wonder how the flat earthers <laughs> catch muskies. I was, I was, I'm curious about this moon phase thing because that is literally one of like the most like talked about things in the musky world. Like, you know what I mean? Like people are all over 
and I think you get like some of us just get to a point where you're just like you got to go fish when you have time to fish. And if you have time to fish on a Saturday and you know you're going to get out, like it doesn't matter what the moon phase is because you're going right. Like I'm, I'm mentally incompetent because the app I'm talking about is actually Moonrise and Moonset is the minor. So I'm completely wrong. Um, I never really paid <laughs> attention to that part of it. Uh, but yeah, the moon. So the moon you are a believer in moon phases. <laughs> uh, now, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's prefrontal <laughs> conditions, moon phases, sunset. So, so I feel like we talked you into that one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm probably wrong about this crap. I should look at it before I make a meme about it. And <laughs> just make it up. No, you yeah. just do the meme. It's fine. Yeah, yeah there's do a meme. Want. There's going to be a meme out of this now. I feel like if there's any takeaway, you should just do whatever you want. Get yelled the most, at for it. The most, Doesn't yeah, matter. The, yeah. Get yelled at for it. The most important thing is just to go out there and have fun. Right. You know, if you're out there fishing for musky, if you're, if you're on the bank, if you're on a boat, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're throwing a bait caster, throwing a spinner or you're trolling, whatever you're doing, just have fun with it. Like that's the, that's the most important thing in this sport. There's a lot of toxicity. There's a lot of arguments online. There's people misidentifying species, you know, unable to tell, you know, what a stocked is for versus what, you know, a, a pure strain fish would be, but you know, like that's the, the most important thing. Huh? Pointy pins. See, yeah. I've, I've found the most negativity comes when I forget the snacks for my wife on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... that's when you're not going to have a fun time. My, my, my wife remembers all that. Like she loves it. That's the main, that's like the biggest thing for her is like, we bring a little cooler. And then when she realized my live well didn't like really like work and I just would put a plug in it. She was like, you know how many more snacks we could put on the boat if we just put ice in the live well. And it's Absolutely. literally like, you know, I couldn't get my yeah. wife to eat out of the live well, man. I tried. I put ice in there. She's like, uh-uh. Not even buy a cooler. No, she would not drink a drink out of the live well. Hmm. Pretty tough. She'll she'll deal. You gotta you gotta beep her name out. Fifty-four minutes. <laughs> 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 send it to the so, group chat yeah, so, do you, so do you think your do you think your wife is going to continue wanting to fish once baby baby meme is here uh once little baby meme is here uh we'll 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 probably end up fishing together she knows it's like the only thing i like to do um she's very uh Easy. she's outdoorsy she's outdoorsy <laughs> but she's a different type of outdoorsy than me like i'm just like fishing and then obviously you know i go hunting or i try to go hunting that's a that's a pennsylvania deer right there oh okay yeah. drive all the way to pennsylvania from wisconsin no i came Minnesota. from ontario for that one. Oh, okay interesting that's i find that interesting i didn't uh, know you were up in canada go ahead sorry oh that's what uh i will say like it works out great for us my wife and I both, she uh, like does a four day schedule. So she's off every Friday, but I get every other Friday off. So then we take the, the wee lad to daycare and then go fishing when fishing Fridays. So it's good to, good to get in, you know, our routine like that. We, we live near a park where uh, Bassmaster has tournaments out of. So it's really like, 
we have a great boat ramp we could put in on. Uh, she's willing to wake up early. Uh, when she had more, actually, uh, I, I caught, I've caught my first muskie with her in May. Uh, we went to a chapter outing and uh, she's, she's dealing with morning sickness. So she, <laughs> the one day she doesn't feel terrible. I'm like, Hey, we're going to go fishing today. And she's like, all right. She gets in the boat, catch a 40, 43, 43 and a half inch muskie. And uh, the first thing that went through my mind is I looked at her, I was like, now, you know, I'm not completely incompetent. And she was like, I knew you knew what you were doing. And uh, yeah, but she, she'll go out there, she'll cast. But now that she knows how easy trolling is, it's, it's game over. Like there's going to be no. Tough to beat. You have wine and yeah. cheese hour on the boat. You just relax. Yeah, and she'll make me drive. She'll be like, "Do you really want me to tow your boat?" Like she, right. you know, she'll all, oh, you know, yeah, you're you're right on, Nick. But I hope she doesn't hear that actually, because that's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> so you had you had some other stuff written down you wanted to talk about. You said you had three things. I'm curious about uh, these three things. Uh, we covered them already, basically. But yeah, fishing for muskie was just something because of my brother. And then just developing the skills for it were just was just patience, listening to podcasts, talking to other people. Uh, overall, just being patient. Um, when you actually commit to it, it's completely different than any other fishing you'll ever do because it's really rare. It's very difficult. There's a lot of effort. There is a lot of money in it if you you know, unless you're smart enough to join a Muskie Sinks chapter and go to a, a chapter meeting and buy a used net and a used bump board. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of money that goes into it. There's a lot of effort. You just, you just can't give up. You have to find, you have to find what you like to do. Like personally, my favorite thing to do is to throw glide baits. I'll work glide baits all day uh, because it's just getting the pattern right. And once you get the pattern right, it's just like, it's therapeutic to me. As I sit here and I try to dance with my hands and you can't see them. Can we, can we ask what your favorite glider is or is that going to give too much away? Oh, it's not going to give too much away. You can buy them online. Um, pandemics, uh, pandemic okay. baits are, are make they make. Uh, Shout Justin out Justin, really good, yeah, yeah, he makes really really good glide baits. Um, I've caught caught a handful of muskie on them. I'm not like, you know, I'm not the best person to ask about catching muskie because I really didn't start understanding what I was doing until last year uh, after like my. I think I caught one fish two years ago and then I caught a fish in January and then I caught one. I caught one when I finally switched to bait caster, like in April or May. And then eventually when I got my own boat and I started trying different things, I started listening to podcasts. I started reading things online. I started working different sections of the river. Like I started working the outside side of the river where I knew the outside side of the river and the bend would be deeper. Like, you know, the rest of the river is 14 feet deep, but at that bend, there's a 17-foot hole there. Uh, I became obsessed with structure. That's another thing about river and creek fishing. You have to, like, find your structure. Um, I I just recently got a better – well, recently, I just installed a better fish finder this year, uh, a side view, a Garmin. Sorry, guys. And uh, that's, that's kind of – yeah, that's helped me learn the bottoms better. That's another important thing. Like you don't need like the greatest, most state-of-the-art uh, electronics on your boat, but they do help. 
like I don't think a live scope is necessarily the answer. Um, but you know, knowing what you're casting at, knowing what the structure is, is, is something that's very beneficial for the musky anglers. That Garmin is just a side scan, or do you have a live scope set up on it? I, I can't afford a live scope. Um, I spent all my money on uh, at Musky Max. My wife told me I had to spend as much money on an engagement ring as I did on musky fishing stuff this year. So uh, we've reached like the end of that budget at this point because I already <laughs> bought the ring. Seems like a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, it was totally worth it for me. Yeah. I was like, okay. I used, I used the uh, PayPal rewards and got like 10% cash back for the ring. And I was like, oh, musky lore money. That's what it went to. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, so are you going to be attending any of the shows this year? Uh, I will be. Um, I'll probably be at Muskie Max. I don't know if I'll go there day one because we'll be real busy. I'm going to try to find out where the rat when the raffles are. I definitely want to be there for raffles because, like, I changed jobs recently. I took a pay cut. So, like, uh, I can't afford to go to Muskie Max with $1,000 in my pocket and be like, let's see what I can buy. So you had mentioned, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to say, like, this is a misconception. Like, I feel like guys getting into the sport, I feel like all of us really included. Like, I even just made, uh, I made a stupid meme recently, too. Like, it's just, we have this misconception that you have to go to these shows and just drop hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like, while that is the norm for some of us, like, you don't have to do that. Like, we don't have to go there and come, come out of there with 10 or 12 or 15 lures. Like, I think one of the things I'm going to work on personally is like going to these shows, like target a list of just maybe a handful of baits and say, I want this bait in this color. If it's not there, it's not going to happen, you know? And, and I think it's easier for me to do that because I've, I've been doing this. I've been spending so much money at these shows, like the last eight, nine, 10 years, like, but right. You, you have more, one of the robust, one of the more right. robust musky collections, you know. Right. So it's already. easier for me to do that. And it's it's easy to get caught up in the show and spend more money and go back to the ATM. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because yeah, I can tell yeah. you, like, dude, I, if, I, if I bought 20 lures through show season, I can tell you I fished maybe four of them. Like, that's how sad it is. You know, think- and if and I think if you if I was in a better position, you know, like. If I was going to just cast to where, you know, I had less of this stuff, maybe I would use more of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a hard part too, with especially like the musky max, I mean, just getting to know the local guys who make lures, like you want to support them. (laughs) And so like, I'm like, man, I got to buy like, you know, just any bait makers lure. Cause I just want, you know, you want to support the home scene and the home team and like, you know, do I, am I going to fish? I don't fish glides, you know? So like, do I want to go out and buy a bunch or <laughs> do stuff? I don't know. That's a, that's a hard part too. I think like, I'd, I'd like to spend the money just to show support to like the guys out there locally putting together lures and bringing their craft to the, to the market. Yeah. That's a good point. I can I can tell you from from experience that my first muskie was on a bucktail and I like lost faith in bucktails because I I saw like one other fish on a bucktail, but it was still bucktails were still way above, uh, shallow invaders. But 
Like <laughs> for me, like I, I bought, like, you know, I listened to the show and I was like, I'm going to buy a big old bucktail. And then I bought two more from you. So I was like, wait, these are wire. They're flexible. That means like when you're fighting the fish, it's not going to just pop out. And, uh, I caught, I almost had a three fish day on the one bucktail that I bought. From no you. kidding. I know you, yeah. I, I know you sent me, I knew you had got at least one. I didn't know you got a couple. Yeah, I said uh, at the time my personal best small one, and then like a, a mid thirties, and then I missed another another. I missed one in the low forties, so it was a pretty it was pretty awesome. I was like, oh my god, bucktails do work. Uh, that that that's another thing. Like you know, that that's a big problem is confidence baits with people. Um, confidence baits are like people go out and throw the same thing, do the same thing over and over, and over again. I mean, I made a meme about it with the donkey on the boat. What you look like when you go to the same spot are the same wars um but you, you have to change things up the good thing about musky max is you get a better idea um you don't have to buy from every booth you see um if i go in there i'm probably gonna buy a couple more trolling wars would be my goal and see what else is going on there go go talk to the guys i've talked to buy wars from them just to support them like nate said but i'm not necessarily i, I didn't go in there with the plans to spend a thousand dollars i could never do that you gotta um, maybe make the ten-hour drive to the lore swap. I've I've thought about that. Um, I, up, I you know pick up some early lures if you're gonna you know. Yeah, the like... the, the lore swap for our chapter is <laughs> is very good. Um, I know uh, it would be a hike for you, but uh, I think it's definitely something February to think about. Twenty third. Yeah, co okay. coincidentally, my family you know you know has a get together possibly in that area and i could just you know go to that like bye guys go to the lore swap maybe there you go well when you say that stuff about getting into lures and I, like nick and i've talked about it a lot you know like there's a bunch of lures i'm looking for and he's like just hold out to the to the lore swap and wait for gary to unload his collection and you know you might see something pop up that you're looking for and i mean i there is that pressure to buy stuff at the at the shows or whatnot but I don't know through through the Muskies Inc. chapters or the different events and I mean Lore Swap. I feel like you know you can get some some good starter kits too and and build up your collection and you know your arsenal that way. Are you involved in a chapter wherever you're from? Don't don't say yeah. the name, but okay. Yeah, I'm I'm in a chapter. Okay, I got a well, calendar. Let me ask you this, like, because <laughs> I I think one of the things we need to we need to do a better job of on this podcast is, is get a spot for Muskie's Inc to plug what's mm -hmm. going on and, and really make sure we emphasize that because it's important, you know, and, and it's not just the local chapters. It's, you know, the corporate side of it. I say corporate, but like the main side of Muskie's Inc, like there's a lot that they do throughout the whole country. And yeah, actually there was, Ryan, you had an interesting interaction this week and we're not going to, you know, get, too deep into it but you know kind of and we it may make an interesting podcast topic here is you know we got youtube's a real big thing nowadays and you know it's people are out there you know putting posting videos and you know spot burning yada 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 but the real question is is you know what are these folks doing to you know really benefit the fisheries and you know 
and you don't hear any of them talking about Muskie's Inc. You don't hear any of them talking about stocking efforts. You don't hear anyone anyone talking about, you know, how to get involved, how to, you know, how to do these things that, you know, and I sh maybe I shouldn't draw with such a broad broad brush saying any of them. But I think something that we we said is, you know, more people need to be proactive and more people need to be, you know, saying, hey, if we don't do stuff like Muskie's Inc. and donate and do these bait raffles and all this stuff, you know, we're not going to have a fishery because we're all fully stocked, at least where we are. Um, yeah. And, and just to kind of talk just for a second here, you know, it's not a problem I see. It's just it's one of those observations like. We know how important Muskie Zinc is because we were involved in the club. You guys hear that information. That's that's we know what's going on with the stocking. You know, we know that in some of these states, like, dude, they don't have the stocking we have in Pennsylvania. You know, and it's like I, I see all this stuff all the time. I see all these videos and these guys talk about, oh, we're we're teaching people how to use proper release tools. We're teaching people how to hold the fish. We're going out there and doing all this content. You know, and that's fine. But my point is, like, at some point, you're growing the sport with all those videos, right? That's a good thing for the sport. But at yeah. some point, you're going to hit a threshold where we're going to have a lot more musky fishermen. And there's everything goes up with that. Mortality goes up. If you're not if you're not supporting the fisheries and you're not getting your musky permit in the state of Pennsylvania, it's not contributing. Why to do that. I got to do that? Why, why do I got to do that? You know, I can just go on on YouTube and watch, you know, and look at find places to go fish and right. screw that. I don't need to go to Muskie's Inc. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to look behind the curtain at anything and uh, as to how the how the sausage is made. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things that that irks me because I spent a lot of times putting videos out about Muskie's Inc because I felt it was the right thing to do. And I'm not saying like, I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just saying like, there are other things that are equally as important. When you grow the sport, you have to be able to grow the fisheries and support the fisheries. So that's why I think we need a Muskie Zinc segment and we need to talk about that permit in, in depth at some point, even more just as a refresher. But yeah, I mean, I guess my question from all of that is, struggling with the name here we're gonna say poorly poorly made like what what has your interaction been at your your club like can you speak to maybe like the benefits that you've you've had with muskie zinc uh so networking is one thing uh there's two gentlemen i met uh at that that i've met through muskie zinc i also seen them down at the river before and like the first time i talked to them it was like we talked for 30 seconds they were in bad moods over and then the next time i talked to them was like a muskie zinc and they were you know i went fishing with one of them uh, a couple days ago uh, i know that specifically uh there are states where if it wasn't for muskie zinc muskies would just get thrown get thrown into the same truck as the trout they would get transported to wherever the water would get so high there's less oxygen in there this fish aren't going to make, they might make it to the river or they might make it to the lake, but they're not going to make it for long. Uh, there's actual surveys that are being done by Muskie's Inc. They keep statistics for a reason. Um, I, I kind of don't like to see when you, you see people like, I want to take the approach of, of educating people, not being negative towards people, but like 
when you see things online of people holding muskies the wrong way or keeping muskies and eating them, uh, you know, doing anything that's not, you know, something we would do as conservationists, uh, it, it, it hurts. It does. And Muskies Inc. is one way where you can network. You can learn what you're, what, how to treat these fish. You can learn how to release them. You could meet somebody who can show you one way of catching them. And you can also get a lot of the equipment you could possibly need at a cheaper price. That's that's a huge benefit. I mean, that that's something that, that should never go understated is there's a lot of people when you first get into the sport, they're going to tell you you need to, you know, buy a 400 size reel and you need to buy the tournament edition with a pistol grip rod. And right there, you're seven, eight hundred dollars out of the out of the hole or, you know, seven hundred dollars of an empty wallet. And uh that's not necessary. That's not necessary. Um, the big things, like when I bought my boat, one of the first things I did was I got a net. I bought hook cutters. I got pliers from Harp Freight. Um, I bought a bump board. There's a lot of different things that you, you wouldn't know you needed unless you were friends with people who fished for muskies a lot or you're part of muskies Inc. And if you're part of muskies Inc., you can meet people and not even have to worry about buying those things officially. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's, I think that's good. I just, I was curious, you know, cause you're talking about getting into this like more recently, even though you've been fishing for them for a while, like same deal with me. Like I didn't really start going hard and full time with muskies until 2019. So, you know, there is a learning curve there and I, I just think it's important. You know, I think we all think it's important to, to make sure we talk about that, not necessarily steer people, but you want people to be aware of it so they can make their own decision. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's part of it, but you know, I, I think there's a part of it, too, though, that, like, you don't realize how important musky zinc is in that whole thing until you're, like, in it already. Like, I mean, there's not, like, a piking. You know what I mean? There's not these other programs that, like, revolving around that fish. And I guess, for me at least, like, I was musky fishing, but I just thought musky zinc was, like, they held tournaments. And it was just, like, a club you don't realize the conservation part of it and like really the heavy lifting and, and you're like, Oh, and you talked about like the legal stuff and the challenges to like different things that has to happen that, that Muskie's Inc is on the hook for like supports. And I guess that's the stuff that once I joined that I'm like, Oh wow, there's this whole other world and thing that they, they keep Muskie fishing afloat that if you didn't, if you weren't in there and involved or had someone tell you, or didn't hear you guys talk about it, then it might be gone. You know, it might be lost or missed. I don't know. I just, it was such a misconception of what muskie zinc really was. Um, and then I didn't get the full grasp of it until I joined, right. and, you know, and then, then you're like, Oh wow, there's a lot more to this. It's just not like a social club of people fishing for muskie. I mean, that's one aspect of it, but that other part is, you know, huge. I would say it's a lot less intimidating than I expected. Um, you know, I kind of expected Musky Zinc being this, you know, everyone's a professional, like, yada, 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 you know, uh, and I didn't find it to be that way at all. I found it to be the exact opposite, that almost everybody in the club that I've run into has been willing to help as opposed to, you know, trying to tell me, you got to do this, you got to do that, you know. So it, I found that to be that to be extremely helpful, that the folks were helpful in, in welcoming I've had them tell me, I've had them tell me where to fish in my section of river, like go to this spot, 
I didn't listen to them uh, initially, but I've been there since, and it, it, they were right. I was wrong. Yeah, I mean that's that's all part of it. That's part of the learning. You know, it's just different resources too. But so what? Let me ask you this about the meme page. Like, what what do you consider? Like, wh- what's your wheelhouse? Because you've done a number of things with those memes. Like, you're focused on muskies in different aspects, from gear all over the place. Like. Maybe the question is like, what's your favorite the favorite what's your favorite meme that you put together? Like one that you look at and you're just like super proud of. Like that's gonna be that's funny. Like people are gonna love this. Man, mansplaining. <laughs> Man, mansplaining is worse. Wait, wait, which one is it? The one where the, the 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 shorter dude is like talking to the blonde chick at the at the uh baseball game and he's got his hand like that or you know and yeah uh no it was it was it was it was it, i don't think it was a baseball game it's a shorter bald guy with a beard Is, yes that's the one you mean yeah that's my so. magnum opus uh that was that was the first meme i made that like got a ridiculous number of likes in my opinion like i used to get like 20 25 likes and i was like oh i did good today and i posted that and it was like i don't i can't even remember like people were sharing it left and right uh, there's analytics on 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 posts now like you can see like post engagement and stuff like that like that didn't exist back then but that was i mean there's a whole series of mansplaining memes i've made because there's so many aspects of the sport where you can just start talking about like some specific <laughs> dumb thing you have to do yeah, yeah those are those are very mansplainable <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I mean, most of us too. Like the the real the realistic aspect of that is like most of us are having these conversations at some point. Like I'm always like looking at D, like, uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta do this or I gotta do that, and it's like, well, why are you gonna do that? And you gotta go into the explanation of why I need to spend this money to do that. You know, it's just that stuff cracks me up. The uh, the I didn't buy a lure. I want it. Ones always get me too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy that lore. I wanted <laughs> the toxic, the toxicness of lying. Like anything that's like some a, a trait of a toxic male. Oh shit! Turn my volume all the way down. Anything that's the trait of a toxic male is just like really funny. To me. The math ones are funny. The ones uh, warning you're like, don't let your your kids go musky fishing. Like that was hilarious to make. Uh, yeah. Was- it really just depends. <laughs> some of them get like it, it's i don't understand how the likes work um I, I don't understand what people like more than other things uh like in 98 people like the one where i was making fun of buying it and spending a thousand dollars on gear and not being able to eat uh the the musky on a husky got 141 likes well 140 i may have liked it uh <laughs> it just it's it's just really weird when a lure manufacturer only offers white but not bone, <laughs> that, yeah, got, a ha- that the... got a lot of likes. I'm just looking at it. That's a good Halloween one. Yeah, it's really random. Like I don't understand the, the any. I don't understand any of what people find funny sometimes. But mansplaining is like the most popular. Like anything that's a mansplaining meme, just off the charts, shared, sent around. So I'm sure there's girlfriends and wives sending it to people, and they're just like, "This is exactly what he does." so walk us through like the creative space here like what how do you come up with some of this stuff do you are you at work like are you what what like just hit you do you write it down do you just immediately put it into a meme like what what's the process for this 
So if I'm at work, I'll just make a note. Like I need to remember to make this meme. Uh, sometimes I get help from other people. Nate, Bud, Nick, you guys are fantastic. Uh, Spot burn us like that. <laughs> I will run memes by you guys. I'll be like, is this funny? And sometimes you're like, eh, you should say this. Are, are you saying <laughs> we're your muses? Yes, you guys are my muses. Uh, well, I like how you've recently started kind of posting your creative process. Like you'll post like a bunch of memes that you shit canned and kind of like, the same meme but different captions and uh, hey these were the ones that never made it yeah because i i think they i think they all fit they all hit people in the heart in the right way sometimes people take the time to scroll uh but you know the creative process usually i either have an idea and i write it down or i'll run it by i'll run some ideas from people some people will send me ideas um there was one fat tina a sad boy musky club sent that idea to me there, there was like a big musky like Fatina has shown up with a with the <laughs> gear loop to remind you to winterize your boat properly, you know things like that. Uh, I've seen <laughs> other memes like on other pages, uh, like coming up with the name poorly made musky memes. Uh, on, there's a the first page that I know of that had a name like that was poorly made police memes, and uh, that's kind of when I tried musky memes and. Musky IE and Musky Y memes. Um, it was taken. I went to those profiles and it was memes about Elon Musk. And I was like, this isn't even musky fishing. What are these people even doing? And I was like, what about poorly made musky memes? I was like, oh, that, that's not taken yet. And that's that's what I ran with. Um, now, are oh, you so a poorly made musky memes? Someone was was posting about Elon Musk. Oh, geez. No, no, like every musky, like if you type in like M-U-S-K-Y memes, like it's, it's, it's like, it's a picture of a mosquito with like Elon Musk's face on it or something. You're like, why is this even like on the internet? Like what are these people <laughs> doing? You're not even active. Now, are, are you affiliated with um, the other musky memes, the exquisitely made one? Uh, I'm not, a I'm not affiliated with uh, even poorlier made musky memes. Oh, is that uh, it? I, I don't, there's. <laughs> he made better memes than me for a while. Um, which is funny because he's supposed to be even poorer, even poorly or made. Uh, exquisitely made, I am not, I don't know who either one of them is. Exquisitely is, he's out there putting out content. He only followed like Taylor Swift and like, I forget, it was like some random group of people. Uh, even poorlier has interacted with me, which is nice. I like even poor, poorlier from our brief conversations we've had Dude, this is crazy i had no idea like some of these existed <laughs> me neither oh it's nuts like even uh like the, the the exquisitely made is that what it's called i'm trying remember. to find it now i don't see that exceptionally 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 made. made yeah like what like it's it's i've spawned I've, like it's like uh it's like the movie uh venom when carnage comes out i have like two children that have just spawned out of this like niche section corner of the internet uh i don't know it's weird it's really weird okay i just found the exceptionally he's got two memes. he's got like two memes that are pretty fun he doesn't have remember. a he doesn't have a meme accurately describing how much tackle i take on the boat though i will tell you that <laughs> <Brian> Reed. <laughs> i was really proud of that whenever you whenever you posted that one i was like yeah that's, well, everyone that's you, you, everyone always gives you crap about how many lures you have, Ryan, and I, I was just like, <laughs> this has got to be true. Oh, it's but, true. 
the last time I fished with Ryan, he goes, go in that box and grab a mojo. <laughs> and you open the box and there's 500 in there. I'm like, I want, I want the these perch mojo. And you're like, these perch mojo. I go, where? they're just, all you see is lips, <laughs> just lore lips. I'm like, which ones? He's like, uh, middle quadrant up. In <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Sticking my hand in there, rooting around. It took you forever. I think I had to get it. Yeah. He had to come get it. Like I was a child. He's like, move. <laughs> Just move, get out of my way. <laughs> and to move like seven other lore boxes to get there. I mean, props to you. You knew exactly where it was. Yeah. Just like any, you know, any uh any any normal human male just <laughs> knows where all their stuff's at. You say so is it a pencil? Go ahead. It's a it's a troller thing. Yeah. Uh, is it is it a normal male quality? Because uh, some of my family's from Pennsylvania and they give a request and they don't properly describe what they're looking for nor do they describe like what they need is that what happened or no he said he said grab a d's perch and i I said okay and i was just rooting around and he was like move (laughs) he knew exactly what he wanted he he pulled out flow and i was like no dude you don't know what d's no i do know what you're saying though poorly the uh they're like oh grab that thing over there it's like yeah, over grab, there grab the thing from the table, and yeah. it's a Brillo pad from underneath the sink. And you're like, yeah. what? Or the table's like a quarter mile down the road. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. see, the, the one we're we're we give directions based on like things that are located. Like, uh, yeah, you got you're gonna go down there. You gotta make right down there by Donzies. Go down where the old Isleys is. Hang a left, but not the first left, the second left. Yeah, up on a Seven Eleven. Well, it's not a 7-Eleven anymore. It used it's to be that, old se- that old 7-Eleven. Old 7-Eleven. Oh. It, was, it was a Long John Silver's before that. Is it, Uni, is it an Uni Mart now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still gets robbed yeah. the same. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's a good place to trade lures. It's where you meet people for the, the online deals. Always do gas station deals. They're the best. I, I sold the... I, 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 I think I've either done mail or a parking lot. I did a parking lot in front of the police because I was like, this is the safest place. Dude, wait till you get to the part where you have your friends pick up things for you because it's safer. <laughs> sometimes sometimes Nick, I wonder what, that the, area what, what <laughs> the weirdest uh, like exchange of things, of items and cash or whatever has ever gone down in the Sheets parking lot because, I mean, had some strange ones. Like sorting oh, through boy. lures, it's like ah, I don't, I don't want that color. I, Guys, I, literally, I, like got got this like spread out. Could you imagine trying to explain to a police officer, like, yeah, I have these five hundred dollars because I just sold two bar fighters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Obvious. Like, What's a bar fighter, son? <laughs> Dude, I I had Nick was trying to get a reel for me. And I was the, I was like, well, why don't I make a group chat between the seller and Nick? Cause I was out of it at that point. Like, and they're, they're trying to like get them to link up and Nick's like, well, meet me at this gas station. And the guy's like, well, I won't be at work yet. And that went for like a week. Yeah. I was, cause it's like every day I could meet him. I'm like commuting like an hour and a half. So I've got to like plan it out ahead of time. Uh, Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you again for that. <laughs> when when me and my buddy bought a John, so me and my buddy wanted to get a John boat, uh, just to put a trolling motor on to do creek fishing, like in places you couldn't get a boat or a jet boat, um, where you just literally had to put in, float down, take out eventually. 
And uh, he was like, check Facebook Marketplace and let's see if we could find one. So I found one. It was $500. There was no title. And I said it to him. I was like, this one doesn't have a title, but this one would be great. He was like, that one's perfect. He's like, I'm going to go buy it. I was like, it doesn't have a title. He was like, no, I'm going to go buy it. I was like, okay. And then I called him. Like I had to, I had to message the guy. I had to get the guy's number. I had to explain to him, my buddy is off work today. He's going to go pick up this boat from you for cash. And the guy gave me his number. He was cool with it. And I told my buddy, I was like, listen, man, I need you to go there and I need you to just profile this guy. If this guy looks like he stole this and he's trying to sell it so he can like, you know, go buy drugs later. Don't buy the boat from him. It's probably stolen. So my buddy calls me after he gets the boat. He comes in with the boat or he shows me the boat and he's like, this is perfect. We can use this tomorrow or we can, we can use this today. And uh, we're driving down, we're driving down the road <laughs> to use this boat for the first time. He hands me a metal plate and he's like, yeah, here's where the, here's the, the VIN for the boat. <laughs> it's like the plate, the, the boat identification number fell off the boat. It was this metal plate that was just hanging loose. I have it and I, I still have it. The boat's actually titled in my name. I found the last owner. I found the last owner. He lived an hour away. And uh, I was able to get in touch with him. And he kind of laughed when I showed him the, the boat identification number plate. He's like, oh, I fell off when I owned it. And uh, yeah, so I have, a, I have a John boat and I have an actual, I have a, I have a tracker, a bass boat, but it works. Are they properly titled? Like, yes, they are properly titled. The title uh, actually went through, okay. I feel like yeah, that's one yeah. of those like hands you the the hull plate, and it's like you're gonna want to hang on to this. This is kind of important. Yeah, <laughs> that's a keeper. Yeah, I actually like wondering if he it. if if he just you know fenced it you know for for drugs. Like y'all y'all got some crack? <laughs> I got a John boat, dude. That you has to John. be y'all got some crack. That's like one of the most stressful aspects of buying a boat. I feel like, cause I mean, for, for me, it was like even finding a boat that had a title was like not freaking, it should have been a lot easier than it was. That's what, yeah. like, I feel like in Pennsylvania, especially where we're at, we're so close to Ohio and I don't understand how anything works in Ohio because it yeah. seems like everything. There are no like, rules. Yeah. You know, I got this note says I bought this off so-and-so. <laughs> Dude, I looked at a boat in Ohio and I was like, I was talking to the guy and he's like, I actually knew the guy. Like I've talked to him before and he was like, yeah, I there's no, I don't have the title for it. And I'm like, how, like, how does that work? Like, I didn't want to buy something and then have to deal with all the title BS. Like, that's, that's freaking stress. I agree. Everyone I'm dealing with it right now. And I, and I bought one that with, you know, I still haven't gotten my damn stickers yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I feel like that, like, you always hear horror stories about that, like, the buying a boat with no title, bill of sale, yeah, trying to track that down. The, the state I'm in, the state I live in, um, I called their, I called the, the you know, boat registration government entity, because it all goes by different names, uh, the BMV, DMV, OMV, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they, uh, I called the one in my state and they were like, I, I was on hold for uh, 85 minutes. I finally got to talk to somebody in their specialized department and I had to do, I had to, I had to go get, uh, so for me to get the boat titled, I had to go talk to the last owner 
like the owner before the one we bought it from and get a copy of a, the registration that expired in 1987 and have them sign it and bring that down to this state and probably have a notarized bill of sale. And then, then I could go through the process here, or I could send uh, a boat a request for a request for title and transfer of title from the state just north of me and pay a $30 fee plus uh, the taxes for whatever I paid for the boat. And they processed it. I mean, it took them three months, but eventually I got my, my account, my checking account got debited and they sent me all the stuff in the mail. So. What yeah, a that's freaking a, process that is. Right. Yeah. It is one yeah, of those things where like, I feel like you have the opportunity to get a steal because of those scenarios. But at the same time, it's like, I would so, certain certain uh, there is a certain state that 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 allegedly you can go through and they all just like consider it an antique and go through with it, but some states don't like using titles from those states, so it's kind of kind of questionable. That's what my buddy was going to do. I was like, we're going to do it the right way. He was like, we're just going to get it titled in that sketchy state that's going to let you just you know pay us a fee. Right. See, I I was kind of lucky because the guy I bought my boat off of worked for the DNR in that state. And it's kind of like, I mean, he kind of knew like everything he needed to have. Um, everything was there and it just was super easy. Cause my wife does that stuff for a living, you know, with title transfers and all this other stuff. So I got real, I was really fortunate with all that, but man, I would not have, I don't think I would have bought a boat without any of that I, documentation. I, I I put a lot of faith in my friend and I told him to just, you know, profile this guy. If this, if something doesn't seem right, anything, just don't do it. And like, I was, yeah, he was like, he's a good dude. Abort. Abort. He hands me the, the registrate, the, you know, the, 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 the VIN plate. I was like, oh, damn it. So I got another question. I know we're getting closer here, but you started getting into trolling. Yes. And I know what I know. I think I know what lore you caught your first fish on. But my question is, how do you, with the scenario you've got yourself into in there with, with having the baby, got a family, how are you going to transition into trolling? Like, do you have any plans, any thoughts there? Uh, well, I, I've tried to find the regulations on how many poles you can have. I can't find it for the state. Uh, so I'm going to stick with two just to keep things simple. Cause I have, I have what I need to, to run to, uh, it, it's just going to be based upon when I have free time. That's really it. And I, I don't know when that's going to be. I know if I'm going to go fishing, I am going to troll. I know that for sure. Did you want me to say what the lure was? No, you don't have to. I, I just, uh, you know, I didn't know if you had any other plans. Like you said, you were looking at buying some more trolling, some, some more trolling uh, lures, any type of like setup you're looking for. Uh, no, not, not in particular. I, I haven't gotten it. So in depth that I'm going to get planner board. I'm going to vary. I'm going to, I, I just need more because I have, I have a Leo. I have a 50 cal from Lungeon. Uh, I have a Latkovic. I have so, others. I can't even remember. Sounds like you need a plow. I don't, I don't even know what that is. You shouldn't start there. Don't listen <laughs> to Nate on that one. I got to yeah. give the Latkovic's props. Those are the, uh, I think the only ones I caught fish on that I bought at Muskie Max last year. That's I mean that's pretty good. I've been for the, like, the, like, the, for the, like, I like how it runs. I haven't had any luck on it yet. 
every fish I've caught has been on like my longer poles or every fish I've, I've caught one and I missed one. I missed one that I either snagged a log that, that fought back or, uh, I hooked into a catfish or a big musky. I still haven't figured it out, but every, like I, the, there's, I don't have the right equipment for it yet. I'm using like heavy, heavy spinning rods basically to troll with at this point. Anchor ropes will fight back. <laughs> I they hope feel, someone wasn't anchored up there. They feel like it's a head shake when it like cuts off the bottom. Yeah, that's terrifying to think of. Me and me and my buddy, uh, he was he was running a tube deep one time, and he caught uh, he caught the steel cable from a barge, and uh, so you know we spent like five minutes catching a steel cable from a barge. And then we dropped it right back where it was that like next time we were dragging bottom there with any kind of lure, we're going to snag it again. So that was a very smart decision. You'll have that. It's like one of those like stuff like that. It's like, I mean, I try my best to take whatever I snag out, like either into deeper water that I'm not going to snag it again or, you know, out of the lake entirely, but yeah, some stuff you just can't. I mean, there's a there's a there's a new like uh, whatever you'd call it when there's a new tree sticking up in the river uh, over where I fish, and it's like it's right in front of where all the people go with their pontoons, where they go skiing and stuff. And I'm just waiting to see someone get wrecked on it. Like no one's going right now because it's too cold, but I know so at some point someone's gonna just blast into it. Surprise. Dude, I, I don't know why you said that. I immediately went to like the St. John River in Florida where people like jet ski and hit like uh the what manatees. are those things? The manatees, the river elephants. <sighs> oh geez. Yeah, have you ever you seen know, I, that? Oh it's it's brutal. I, I I spent my first 18 years in Florida and I didn't see a manatee until I was like 21 and I went down there for a family event and I went fishing and there was a manatee and I was like, Oh, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. Like they do exist. Okay. I saw like one at Miami sea aquarium or something. I was a kid. I was like, oh, manatee. Well, what the else? The mermaids. Yeah. The river cows, the gentle giants of the St. John's river. I, what else do we have here? What else do we have for, for poorly made? I think we covered most everything. Yeah. I guess uh, I if anybody has any other additional questions for them or whatever. Well, where on? where do you see, where are you going to be taking the poorly musky made memes account? How is this going to uh, well, go up or down? Uh, posts are probably going to be, it's probably going to be what I've been doing when I put three ideas, like the same thing with three, concept, three concepts together where I can't pick one. Uh, That'll probably be where it goes. Um, if anyone has any ideas they want to send me, as long as they're not stupid, uh, feel free to submit them to me. Uh, the uh, the old uh, X-rated ones I used to post, the, those are out of the question. I know those were very popular with some people. <laughs> they pop up sometimes, like as like, remember when you made this? And I'm like, oh god, Just forget it's there. I feel like you. I feel like you were going through an interesting time in your life during that phase. I was a bachelor. I was. I was a, pretty much a bachelor at that phase of my life, so I could just do whatever. Well, not not well. Like I would. I just thought it was funny, and I didn't think about any any the any other aspect of it. And then, like, I wasn't as popular when I posted those. And then, like, I stopped posting those and started like 
making other memes that were not, you know, the Lord doesn't fit in the box. Yeah. As an example, uh, <laughs> it's not making memes like that. And I got way more followers and likes. And I was like, oh, maybe there's, that's a sign from, you know, the Instagram moderators. Wholesome, wholesome made musky memes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that wholesome without or the W? You should you should separate them. You should make like uh you know a an NS NSFW uh poorly made musky war memes and, and uh you know a safe one for kids. Just make an email for the, list for the, for the children. An email list and just email them out to the real. No, fake. that's that's where you need to listen. I got the I got the idea right here. Oh, the musk, only that's memes. The, that's the, these outsiders. That's the paid subscription. Um, onlymemes.com. You can do the paid subscription for for that content, and you're you get you're the going. background. Set you up a Patreon account. Yeah. When when's <laughs> there going to be a poorly made musky memes? You know, like merch store. Um, take it, so take it mainstream. So I try to sell tickets sometimes and it's like the same, like four people are like, Hey man. And then like <laughs> the rest of the, everyone else is like, I'm not paying $5. I'm like, like, screw you. Like what, when are you coming out with a hoodie? We need hoodies. We need poorly made musky meme hoodies. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to put on the hood. You know, I, I think uh, I need like a good graphic. Well, there's a certain, there's a certain charm. I've got ideas. To get a, I was holding up the sticker. Yeah, there's saying. a charm to my to my watermark that is a picture of a muskie I caught, the second muskie I caught ever, and I just really poorly cropped it out on Snapchat. And those are that's text from Snapchat. Just you could see how I broke it down, how it all follows the same baseline. That's it, dude. That's all we need. That's yeah. it. Give the people what they want. Send us a stack of Snickers, and we'll sell them for you at Muskie Max. Yeah. I think most of, I think most of my followers are, are from like Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois. in your, your backyard. There's dozens of us. Yeah, in your backyard. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many of us head. Up, I mean, I don't know how many people from those states head over to Pennsylvania. You know, for Muskie Max. There's some. You know. I don't know. I'll I'll just caution you. Just don't make like forty shirts, thinking you're gonna sell forty shirts. Just make like five. Just do like five. One start in each size. Numbers. Yeah, create, start create an start artificial. Low. Yeah. That's right. You don't even need it for the show. Just take orders. Just get like a half dozen hoodies made. One artificial in each size. Short supply. You could raffle them. Do 10 to 20. There you go. 10 to 20. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call that in. And, I, and, I feel like somebody wandering around the musky max or or a musky show with a hoodie that says your your famous sticker on it would, would generate interest <laughs> people would want that probably pretty oh, quick. Someone, the, the problem is is the people that would see it would be like the guy that would like go to my page and see like how dare he make fun of me for buying a, a drinks 500 this was right. worth 500 dollars Welcome to the musky world. Yeah, that's that's the community we live that's in. They say themselves too seriously. Sorry, bud. Sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we didn't we didn't touch the pissy fun uh, topic. The China tranks. Uh, <laughs> love the China tranks. That's yeah. That's absolutely. I'm a fan. I mean, Nick, Nick, did you ever get yours that 
Uh, no, not yet. I haven't uh, monkeyed with it anymore, but it still sort of sounds like there's like gravel in it. But I'm on the uh, run it till it dies plan. Is is it a is yeah. it the three hundred? Four hundred. The four hundred. Yeah. You can still buy like three of them or two and a half right. before it says drinks. Yeah. Right. And they have like a one year warranty technically. So I'm going to keep uh, hammering on it until I get close to that and then see what happens. They said I like, like send my, a video. I have a 400. Of oh, did, did they ask for, Yeah. Yeah, because that thing was chirping at you. Oh, yeah. But, but I have the 300. I love it. Uh, the 400 I got, not barely used that, but the 300 been beautiful beautiful for me so i got i can recommend it i'm just not really into buying stuff from china it's it was it was founded by two guys that have american names who have the website where where do you think uh your shimano tranks are coming from yeah i think they even say made in china on them i don't have a shimano i don't have a tranks it probably came from the factory next door. What about the Okumas? Where are the Okumas made? Does anybody know? Hmm. I'm going to give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're not American. Right. Blonde Ox. I think, I think they are made in China. <laughs> Jerosberg. Jerosberg. <laughs> <laughs> he said Blonde Ox. Hey, up here across from Kennywood. It's Taiwan, by the way. It's not China. Oh no! It's Sorry. Taiwan. Oh, 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 we're, oh wait, Don't, the original. Yeah. Joke. Oh, might want to be careful what you say. <laughs> I don't think we have Taiwan. any listeners in in other China. As far as I know, <laughs> the only country we shouldn't talk bad about is Ukraine. We have yeah, like seven you know, listeners. Shout out to are are you guys. sure that's not just people <laughs> from the United States that went to Ukraine to like you know? No, like, we like to think they were just seven guys in a in a uh, in a Humvee broken down that, on the that, side of the road. Yep. That, shout that, out to Sergey. Yeah, shout out to Sergey. But there's a there used to there's there's a couple Europeans that follow me like two or three like one of my only when I had a Facebook poorly made musky memes page there was a guy who followed me who was like Danish or something. And he like told me that he liked my page, but the X-rated memes were too much for his family to accidentally see. So <laughs> he had to follow me. <laughs> At least he was honest. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah. Very, very, very nice guy. And then there was some lady that like uh, dressed dresses scandalously and fishes in cold temperatures. She she's unfollowed me since, but it was like really. Why? Because really she said not enough fresca memes. <laughs> oh, nice pikes was yeah. posy made. She she like I don't know she she's like some <laughs> European fish fishing fishing influencer. I was trying to make that one word, but it didn't it didn't flow. Fish fluencer. Yeah, fish fluencer. Fish fluencer. Like the frascas. I find fun. <laughs> All right, what else? What else do we have here? We're dwindling fast. Nothing. I'm steam here it's sunday night i'm not used to being late on a sunday night i didn't even drink a single beer today for you. that's actually not true i did drink at lunch now that i think about it 
<laughs> Say, weren't you, as, weren't you with your brother today? Yeah, I drank. I drank earlier. I had a few, a few beers at Longhorn Steakhouse. Shout out Longhorn Steakhouse. Steakhouse. <laughs> I didn't have a single beer tonight, so that's something. Hmm. It's good. All right, boys. Well, poorly made. It was fun. Well, yeah, we want to say thank you to Mister. Uh names for coming on here and telling us a little bit a little bit about himself and kind of how we got started this has been a good time yeah thank you very much for coming on yeah hey, hey guys i appreciate it uh i've listened to the show for over a year now uh you guys have a great podcast that i listen to regularly uh my wife uh also gets to listen to it at like 5 a.m 6 a.m when she doesn't want to listen to it so uh like I said, I appreciate the content you guys put out. Um, you guys do a great job. I think you guys keep the musky world mostly positive. And uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Hey, Thank you. Before you hang up, can you turn it down to the low, real low real quick before you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear this. Yeah. Sing us a song. 48. Sing oh, us there's a all song. kinds of them. There's a Chad voice with like a, there's a, there's a Trump one, too. There you oh, go. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like it's even it's like not even you can't even really hear it oh it it gets real choppy i figured out nate and i figured out that 30 or no 40 40 was the hot hot number you got a dart in your neck I like you, man, but you're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. All right, guys, it's been fun. There's a dark fart sound effect on here. I can play that if you really want to see how you know how much we can circle the drain. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be the next comment. Some guy with a fake voice is making fart noises. Unsubscribed. All right, All right, boys. boys. <laughs> I'm head. Right, nope. Thank you. See you later, guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you, Thanks guys. for coming on. I had to shake them on my last case. Big O don't play. Big o don't play.